This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Ten years removed from taking home low amateur, Hideki Matsuyama slips on the green jacket, becoming the first Japanese male golfer to win a major championship. Nick, the 65 on Saturday was impressive, and he did enough to hold on today. He did. He shot 73, but it was a 73 that if if he needed to shoot 70, he could have. Um, a couple of shots. He just needed to play it safe. Um, yeah, 12, 15, 18. Those were all ones where he could have been more aggressive had he needed to be, but he just needed to make a bogey. Nick Faldo was very quick to give away his, his six stroke lead. Like, ah, just spend one of them here. It's no big deal, which, which he essentially did, but there was never really a threat of anybody else winning except for about 10 minutes there after, uh, the 15th hole. Yeah, that was pretty incredible that Xander even put a scare into Hideki. Four straight birdies, and then a uh, then a triple on 16 to really leave no doubt that Hideki was going to win at that point. Yeah, it was, man, I don't know how much of this you caught, Joe. The first 10 minutes was incredible because Zalatoris had just gone birdie-birdie. Matsuyama bogeyed the first hole, so that four-stroke lead was within 10 minutes of Matsuyama teeing off was down to one. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's no chance he's going to hold on to this thing. There was four guys at that point in time for a second, you know, who who all were kind of now in the mix. Um, but then Zalatoris made the bogey. Nobody else in that tie for second had a good round. Zalatoris, the only one under par. You had Shafle, who shot even par 72 with, like, a triple, a double, and like eight birdies. I don't know. A lot of birdies in there. <laughs> a lot of birdies in there. Justin Rose faded. I think he shot 74. Mark Leishman shot 73. So those the guys who had the best rounds of the day were so far back, it didn't matter. And the guys in contention, Zalatoris, the only one under par in, in 70, he kind of blew it in the middle of the round to start of that back nine, get himself out of play. It was, it was really all Matsuyama. There was really not much of a doubt throughout the day. No, truly not. And that's what makes the Masters the best golf tournament in the world is the way the course is set up. Folks who tee off ahead of the leaders 
can make a pile of birdies, an eagle or two in the back nine, post a number, and put a scare into the leader. Shoffley did that for a second, but that was basically it. I mean, when I saw Hideki had a six-shot lead with eight holes to go, I was just hoping and praying that he was going to hold on because to let that fade away, I mean, that could mess with Psyche the rest of your career, that substantial of a lead and not being able to hold on. But he did, and I'm glad Hideki is a Masters champion. We'd be remiss if we continue any longer without giving credit to your wonderful wife, Ashley O'Brien Heidelberger, calling Hideki Matsuyama the winner on the Masters preview last week. And she saved our bacon, Nick, because our picks weren't very good. Oh, we had some okay picks in oh, there. Did we? But okay, we'll get to that. Speed, we both picked speed. We did. Uh, yeah, she she picked Hideki. She's she's a lifelong Hideki fan. As you drink the world's smallest Coke Zero, I always find that entertaining. That's all I need. Uh, since the PGA Championship in 2019, Hideki high fived her when he was walking through, and now she just is loves that why Hideki. she loves Hideki? Yeah, that's why. Back when we could high five strangers, what a time! Yeah, I, I know, I know. So. Yes, uh, hats off to to Ashley for picking the the Masters champion. She's one for one in in 2021. She is one for one in 2021. It's a good win. It's a popular win. I'm glad Hideki did it. He's one of those guys that when he is on his game, you feel silly for not thinking of him as a pick because it's like, oh, well, of course, this is the best iron player in the world. (laughs) He's going to shoot 30 on the back on Saturday and have this substantial lead and be able to hold on. Very, very popular champion. I'm happy he won. I, I am too. I I was rooting for Will Zalatoris, but once that lead was like six, I'm like, I don't want to watch Hideki lose a six stroke. Lead exactly. That would be even more painful. That would be terrible. The guy that would be fun to win to win. Now it sounds like you want to move on to other guys and one more Hideki note. Please. You led with it. He won the silver cup for low amateur in the 2011 Masters. And now the green jacket for the, being the 2021 champion. Joe, he's the seventh to do it. How many of the other six can you name? I'm going to say Tiger. That's one. Jack. That's two. Palmer. Nope. I know I'm missing some obvious ones. So wait, amateur champ or, or low amateur low rather and masters champion. Correct. Okay. So I got Jack and Tiger. Yep. Um, 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 Phil, Phil, there you go. That's the, that's the, that's the big three. Okay. Are, are, are the other ones a little challenging? Like Orville Moody or someone like that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and Billy Casper. So, so our fans don't have to listen to this. To this <laughs> Just struggle for the first three minutes, minutes of this podcast. Sergio Garcia. Ah, yeah. I was a little bit surprised with that one. Yeah, good ben for him. Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie Middlecoff. Hmm. The doctor, Doctor Carrie Middlecoff. <laughs> is that is that a fact? Never heard. Of yeah, him. that's a but fact. But some really some some really great company. I mean, I I knew Tiger and Jack, and I'm not surprised Phil was among there. I mean, anytime you're you're in company with those guys, it's a pretty awesome feat. Good company. Uh, now, Nick, I know you want to move on to Will Zalatoris, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't start ripping off the prize money because I love mm. seeing how much these fellows get paid to win big tournaments. Hideki. Takes home 2.07 mil. Not bad. Will Zalatoris, who we'll move to in You know what just... I always think about these mm. guys? I'm thinking about, like, that means his caddy takes home 200000 Like, a seven-figure payday good for week. the champion is a six-figure payday for the caddy. It's a good week. Will Zalatoris, who we'll move on to momentarily, for second place, $1.2 million. So, Will Zalatoris, he, what, he finished T6 in the U.S. Open last year. 
second by himself at the 2021 Masters. He also had a T17 at the Players this year. I mean, dude is impressive. Willie Z. What do you have to say about this youngster? Just think about when this guy figures that putter out. Yeah. Because I I loved watching him and writing about him all week. Um, He just got into the Masters on March 29th. Did you know that? He made it into the field on March 29th? Yes. By strength of what? uh, Top 50 in the world the week prior to the Masters. Wow. So he was... He got into the top 50 in January, and he was like 49th, 47th, 48th. I think he's 45th heading into this week. So he just secured that uh, on March 29th to get into the Masters. He he is not a PGA Tour fully exempt member. He holds special temporary exemption on the PGA Tour. <laughs> and that's partly because of COVID. And, and a lot of – he kind of credits COVID for – getting to where he is today um, because of what that did to the corn Ferry schedule where he was playing last year. He was in the top 10 in the corn Ferry last year, which got him into the U S open and his, his good performance in the U S open got him more PGA tour starts. And he's obviously gotten himself into the top 50 of the world from there. And then now I don't even know how high he's going to be, but I mean, a, a second place finish in your first masters, 24 years old, um, it seems like every time a young guy hits the scene, he's like childhood friends with Jordan Spieth and Will Zalatoris is no different. Of course, um, they all are. Yeah, so a, a really fun player to watch. Maybe someday we'll get sick of seeing him on the screen, but um, all all the memes of the caddy from Happy Gilmore have, have not gotten old up. yet. All the Owen Wilson jokes have not gotten old yet. Uh, just a fun dude to watch. I hope he's around long enough to where that's not what we associate him with. At some point in his career, because for now he is the caddy from happy Gilmore. It's a spitting image. It's really fun, man, to see someone like this handle the sort of pressure that he did over the weekend and perform almost as well as anybody on the leaderboard over the weekend. I mean, yesterday he was playing in the final group of the masters and he beat Justin Rose by a shot. That is damn impressive. It is, and today he was the only guy among the contenders to shoot an under-par round. I mean, there was four guys tied for second. Hideki with a four-stroke lead. Out of those five, he's the only one to go under-par. Who do you want to hit next? Uh, Your call. I want to hit Justin Rose. Okay. Very impressive first round. Mm. Very impressive first round. I saw a stat that he was the third player to have a... Four-shot lead after the first round of the Masters, and all three have not won the Masters. I just think to sit on a lead like that with so much golf left to play has to mess with your head. It just has to. I'm really glad this wasn't a Justin Rose runaway. Me too. That's the worst (laughs) possible outcome. On Thursday night, I was bemoaning the fact that if Justin Rose shoots another 66 and we're just watching him make pars all weekend, that would be a disaster. I mean, yeah, he, 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 72 on Friday was still the leader. 72 on Saturday, now he's still in second. It's like, okay, he's either got to take it low again or, or get out of the way. And he was kind of fun to watch, to be honest. I mean, like, he did a little, like, some little weird dance. Okay, the dance, yeah. But, Not I great. mean, he was kind of smiling. He seemed like he was having fun out there. He, he, was. he wasn't a complete stiff. Um 
I, I, I'm not going to want to see him in the Ryder Cup. I, I get the feeling he's going to do some damage in the in the Ryder Cup this year. I just, I'm afraid of all the Europeans now. I live in fear of these European Ryder Cuppers from <laughs> watching too many Ryder Cups. Yeah, um, Rose. But no, yeah, he he played well, but then you're right. He just those, those last three days after that was just nothing exciting. Yeah, which is kind of what you expect. I mean, Justin Rose has fallen down in the world rankings, so it's not like he's in the top five at this point. Um, so good first round. Good Masters finish, but let's move on to Jordan Spieth because, wow. I mean, T3. T3, baby. Another good performance from Jordan Spieth coming off the win in Texas. He got those fancy cowboy boots for the win. And uh, another big paycheck and another high finish for Jordan Spieth at Augusta. This was our best pick that we had. We both had him as the contender, and uh, he contended. He did. He shot 70 today. Um, he was two over through six and then birdied nine, 10, 13, 14, and 17. So it just, you know, goes in that back nine tear. He's so, no matter how many times we say it about Jordan Spieth, it still proves to be true that like, he just like, what did he do on, I forget what hole it might've been 15 or might've been two. I don't know. One of the par fives, he smashed it way left. It was two. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's off the planet. And then he gets some, like, crazy lucky bounce back into the fairway, ends up making birdie. And that chip in for Eagle on the back of 15 on Thursday, that was the only shot I watched Thursday. And it was Jordan Spieth hitting a – I mean, it was a good chip. It went in for Eagle. But if that didn't hit the hole, it potentially is in the water. He makes bogey. So it's like a three-shot swing. And you can say lucky, but when you have, like, seven years of evidence that this is what he is – it's not lucky anymore. This is Nick. It's not lucky. It's just unreliable. You just can't count on on hitting the half court no. shot to win, even if you practice all your half court. No, buzzer. this is so. This is Jordan Spieth's. What is it? Uh, eighth Masters. He has five top three finishes and a win. Five That's top right. three finishes. That's insane. It's an amazing record. Who knows where he goes from here? Obviously, he has enough form and enough weird scrambling ability to contend at the other majors this season. And I think you're a lunatic. You're a lunatic if you leave him off the Ryder Cup team. What? Really? (laughs) The PGA is his chance for the career Grand Slam. So that'll be exciting to watch next month. Um, Do I want him on the Ryder Cup team? I don't know. Like... What's your you hesitation in match play? Like, I just don't know if I can trust him. I mean, put him out there with Reed again, baby. Let's fire up the old team. <laughs> see what happens. All right. Xander Schauffele, your boy. Yeah. An even par round of 72 today, Joe. I'm Anything but even that round old, today. Scorecard. Holy cow. I think uh, he made seven pars all day today. I just, I just counted. Classic. Classic um, Xander. Look, he's a stone cold killer. The triple sucks, but Xander's the kind of guy who he'll probably have two more top tens at majors this season. Like, I don't know if he'll win one. He probably will at some point. There's only so many of these majors to go around, but he plays his best golf in these big tournaments, Nick. It's it's a pretty decent sample size now. We have three or four seasons of this. Well, what do you make of this? Because he's in contention. He starts, he's in the final group. He starts the day tied for second. He birdies the second hole. Hideki had made a bogey, so he's got he's already picked up a stroke. So now he's really in the thick of things. He's in it, yeah. Then he goes bogey, bogey, double. 
four over for a three-hole stretch, completely out of it, okay? And then he goes between the seventh and 15th holes. He plays them six under par. Now he's back in it. He's within two. Immediately makes triple bogey. I mean, does, is that a red flag or is that just no. coincidence? It's Augusta. That's just Augusta. It rewards. A triple on 16 is not just Augusta, though. No, it's not. That's a cluster. That is a cluster. But it's the beauty of the golf course, man. If you're on your game, you can really light it up. And if you're off a little bit, whoops, you just made a six on 16 and cost yourself a lot of cash and a chance at the Masters. I mean, if he stuffs one on 16, it's a two-shot lead at that point. Like, if he stuffs one on 16, then Hideki's got a lot to think about at that point. And Hideki made bogey there. Yeah, yeah baby. Uh, that's I mean, what I'm saying. He just makes par there. He's trailing by one with two to play. I mean, there, if if it's for fist, we, we all know. But um, no, I was – I'm a little bit – Are you concerned about his long-term viability as a potential major champion because of this? I'm not. Well, I was – I just don't find it to be a coincidence that when he was in contention, he made a big mistake. And then he probably presumably freed himself up, played great, played his game. And then found himself back into contention and instantly made another big mistake. I hear what you're saying. I just don't think it's systemic with Xander. I, I do think he's a solid player. It's a bad mistake to make a triple down the stretch at a major, obviously. <laughs> I just, just put all this pressure on and dug yourself out of your double bogey. Okay, no, sorry. I, I, I no, no. It's, it, I mean, if that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. But, you know... Xander's only been playing in majors for five years. Do you know how many top tens he has? A lot. Eight. Eight top tens. He's got, what is that? Four top threes, including two at the Masters. He didn't. Fi- he hasn't finished worse than 17th in nine of the last ten majors. He's very consistent in these tournaments, Nick. And I think if you put, yourselves, put yourself in a position enough, you're going to get it done. And I know Xander hasn't won a ton in his career. He's one of those guys. But he has won. He has four wins on the tour. And he has a lot of high finishes. I think that if you were to pick him to win the PGA Championship, I would say, yeah, good on you. That's a good pick. Okay. Maybe I will. Um, No, you won't. (laughs) You want to talk about Precision Pro and then we can get Mm. into our picks? Nick, now, I'm trying to get the handicap down Mm. over the summer. And uh, if the tournament... If the tournament organizers of the Corner Club are listening to this and and I come in with an 11 handicap, please know that I'm not sandbagging. I'm trying my best out there. And even though I can't make a putt, can't get up and down, my irons, Nick, I'd call them precise. And that's due in large part to the wonderful rangefinders from Precision Pro. PrecisionProGolf.com. Use promo code TURN10 at checkout and save 10 bucks. Golf season is here. We're in we're in mid-April. I'm wearing shorts out there, Nick. Drunk mm. old men are making fun of me. Do I care? No. Because I have Precision Pro Rangefinders. Turn 10 is the promo code at checkout. Hit it straighter. Hit it longer. Hit it closer. All right, Joey. What do you Who's, got? Uh, we got to run through these picks. Should we, should we um, <sighs> before we run through the picks? Oh boy. Should we talk about any of the 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 big front runners who the big boys that missed, missed the, the weekend? Yeah. yeah. So DJ like missed it by one. Uh, Rory missed it by a mile. DJ missed it by two. 
Who missed it by? Did you miss it by two? Yeah. Bum. Rory. He, he bogeyed. I'm oh, sorry. That's it. No, go ahead. He, to elaborate on DJ, he bogeyed three of the last four holes mm. to miss the cut by two. I mean, in his defense, the bogey on 18 was like a hero shot trying to hold it from the fairway. Yeah, I have to do something spectacular to, to make the here. Cut. Yeah, exactly. So oh, that would have gets to him. But Roars? What, what are we to do? What are we to do with Roy McIlroy, Nick? Finding Rory. How do we do it? I, I think it's like a, a Xander Shoffley situation where he needs to get himself out of contention in his head when he goes into this tournament. He shot 76 on Thursday, and you have told me that he has admitted, presumably publicly, that he gets himself too hyped up and he can't focus and control himself. And 76 on Thursday, 74 on Friday, six over par, three off the cut line. That is, he was, that is a big red flag. He was plus 400 to miss the cut. I looked at it, and I was like, I'm going to look like an idiot when Rory fires a 66 in the first round and is going to win this thing. But good vibes are coming his way because the next major is at a venue that he has won at. The 2021 PGA Championship is at Kiwa Island on the ocean course in South Carolina, and he won the 2012 PGA Championship there. So I'm hoping there are some good vibes his form, it's not there, man, but it's it's unfortunate because golf is more fun when Rory's good. It is. And Brooks. Brooks. Brooks got bullied into playing the Masters by Brad Faxon and then promptly missed the cut. He should have stayed home, rest up, chill, do some more bicep curls. We'll see you in two months, Brooks. Shut it down for a little while. I don't want to see Brooks out there missing cuts. Okay. Okay. Danny cool Willett, another another casualty. <laughs> what? What? What is it with Danny Willett? What is your deal, man? I don't know. I don't know. Eleven past champs missed the cut. I mean, obviously mm. you're gonna get your your Larry Mises and your your Sandy Lyles, but um, Phil made it, and eleven past champs missed. So that was a little bit surprising. Zach Johnson also missed the cut. Phil made it. Had a T twenty one. He actually got himself up there a little bit. You know who else made the cut? Nick Jose Maria Olathabel. Yeah, mm. hadn't played a competitive round of golf, perhaps not even a round of golf since the November Masters, and he makes the cut. I love seeing the old guys out there. So to go on a tangent for a second, I, I placed some prop bets, which was pretty fun. Didn't win any, but I had a good time. There's a top senior bet. So everyone over fifty in the field, you have to pick who you think is going to finish highest. And Phil had the best odds. I think he was like minus 180. But right below him was Bernard Longer at plus 450. And Bernard had a nice finish last year. He still wins in the Champions Tour. And I thought, you know what? Let's see what old man Longer can do. So I basically spent most of Thursday and Friday on masters.org. They may have switched to .com. Following Bernhard Longer, slap it around the course. And I tell you, after Thursday on the senior leaderboard, Bernhard Longer had a one-shot lead. Joey was feeling pretty good. He missed the cut by a few. It was unfortunate, leaking some oil down the stretch. He actually hit the ball well, just couldn't make any putts. But that was a really fun prop bet. The other one I put out there was Paul Casey in the top 10. That didn't happen. I was very surprised by that. Um, so no winners in the Masters, Nick, but I still had a really good time splashing some money around. Olazabal shot three seventy fives this week. Mm, hell yeah. Hey, if, well, you, if you time your low one right, you get the chance for two more 75s. Look, Jose Maria 
had a fun weekend, and he's taken home $29,000 for finishing tied for 50th. So good for Jose Maria. All right. Um, picks? Do we have to hit our picks we, now? We, we have to. Oh, we, we've, we've put it off as long as we possibly can. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. My dark horse in this tournament was Matt Kuchar. How do you feel? Sure. I thought, you know, he missed the cup by a stroke. Mm. Shot 78 on Thursday. Bounced back with a 70 on Friday. Respectable. Uh, but he needed a 69. Uh, I thought for sure he'd be in contention. He was not. So that's all I got on him. That's all, that's all you have to say about yourself for, for that pick? Okay. Well, my dark horse was Tommy Fleetwood. He did make the cut. He... Hovered around the top 10 for a while. Certainly didn't finish there. A T46 for Tommy Fleetwood. He had an ace this week. Good for him. And his hair looked magnificent. Did I? Yeah, he did have an ace on, he on did. the 16th on, on Thursday. Yeah. He tied Bryson DeChambeau and Brendan Todd for 46th place. Good job, Bryson. Nice week. Um, That nerd. My... My contender. Mm. Our, our contender. Our what contender. A, our contender. America's contender. <laughs> Jordan Spieth. It's the most chalk pick. It's Jordan. Well, it's not the most chalk pick. We'll get to that. But Jordan Spieth. T3. Good week. Good week for Jordan yeah. Spieth. He why did Jordan Spieth stuff. Why would we not pick him? Yeah. Why would we not pick him? It was a good pick. Seven under. Um, never really felt like he was going to win this thing. No. No, it didn't. But it was fun to see his name on that leaderboard as everybody else was falling down. Nick, who was your winner? Was it Hideki Matsuyama? It was not. That, no, was, that, was, the other, that was the other Heidelberger. Yeah, the wise the one. Household. It was the defending champion, Dustin Johnson. Oof. Um, WTF. I mean, I just I just really, <laughs> I just, I can't explain a, a missed cut of the Masters from Dustin Johnson. Yeah, it happened. I think it's fine. It's, it's nothing to be concerned with. I, when we're still in these weird COVID times, I know we're coming out of it a little bit, but... I, I don't really want to judge these guys too much on their performance. It's such a weird state of the world for everything. I'm not, I'm not worried about DJ. Are you? I'm not worried about him long term, mm. but I, I'm not going to give him a pass either. Oh, go I get mean, him. you're the defending champ. It's the masters. Um, you're the number one player in the world. You're on the cover of golf digest. The I masters mean, preview. Send it. I mean, there's no excuse no. for Dustin Johnson to, to miss the cut. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but you're the defending champ. You're the best <laughs> player of the world. Yeah. You got to make the cut. Yeah. The course did play a little bit weird. I think some guys got the draw better than others. Um, I'm not saying that's the reason, but perhaps it was for my winner, Daniel Berger, who I knew I knew he was either going to miss the cut or contend. And <laughs> that's what he, he did not pick for your winner. If you think there's a 50 50 chance he well, misses the cut. Look, you said it on the preview podcast. You want to pick someone a little bit off the beaten path. It's more fun that way. That's he had true. shown a little bit of form. And uh, unfortunately, that form didn't make it to a Magnolia Lane as uh, he had a short stay at Augusta National Golf Club. Just two rounds for Daniel Berger. So those are our picks. Lacey also had Dustin Johnson, so she was with you. We had more right missed though. cuts. Than <laughs> we did, but we did have the winner. We did have the winner. We're taking credit. Good job, Ashley, um, for doing that. So, uh, Nick... I wanted to broach a subject that I put out on the tweets, and uh, I'm just curious what your stance is on this. What is the maximum amount of money 
that you would spend to play around at Augusta National Golf Club? Like the number that you can justify to Ashley where she's like, well, this is Augusta National, I guess. I guess Gavin can go to community college for a couple of years. You know, it's going to be all right. What's that number? Do you, do you have one? I can start if you want to think about it. Um, I don't, I don't have one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and start. I mean, I, I, well, I, yeah, I, this I, is going to be more of a labyrinth. Take. Go ahead. Well, well, here's the thing. I was having this conversation with Lace and I could see the twinkle in her eye. And I said, I bet my number is at least five times higher than yours. And she said, <laughs> and she said 500. And I said, my number is exactly five times higher than yours. 2,500 is what I would pay to play Augusta National. And here's the way I justify that. I've played Chambers Bay twice, U.S. Open venue, got the poster over my shoulder. Beautiful place. $225 is what I paid to play there once. Off season, it was pretty reasonable. I think it was 100 bucks. And I think, do I want to play Augusta at least 10 times more than Chambers Bay? And the answer is obviously yes, of course I do. I want to play it 1,000 times more. I think 2,500, while it's not a reasonable amount and you would feel like a real like nimcompoop for shooting a 115 and paying that much for it, but to just experience that golf course, not only as a patron and a fan, but to actually play it, to try to hit one over Ray's Creek on 12, to hit the shot on 16, the par three, and see if it rolls down to the hole. Hope they have that Sunday pin for us. Try to hit some of those par fives and two and just see... How hard the things these guys make simple actually are. Like to hit these par fives and two and have it stop on the green. Like I hit a screaming three iron, barely gets over the <laughs> the, the, the creek there, and it's going to go into the backwater. Like I, I know that's the result. It would be amazing. And 2,500, after a couple of beers, you could probably talk me into going north of that. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's mine's definitely lower than yours. I, I don't think it's five times lower. I think I think if somebody knocked on my door and said, "Hey, Nick, man, like we need a fourth for Augusta, that's <laughs> seven fifty, you know, I'd I'd probably pony it up. I'd probably justify a grand. Um, it would be it would be an awesome experience, and it would be fun to, to experience those putts because you know it's it's unlike anything unlike anything else. Ashley a tradition unlike anything else. And, um, you know, she's, she's like, oh, my God, look how green this golf course is. Like, look how perfect it looks. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what Augusta does. What they do. Um, there's a there's a there's definitely a large part of me that does not condone that type of behavior for golf courses. Um, and that's not, like, my vibe. But would it be worth it to play it once? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, going like, to the Masters would be a really cool experience and, and experiencing it that way. Hitting the shots, it'd be really fun to hit some shots too um i probably wouldn't cut a 2500 hundred dollar check but i mean i think i could probably justify a grand the masters in augusta national golf club really is an exercise in compartmentalizing everything <laughs> it totally is. like if you if if someone sat down next to you and like talked to you about augusta national golf club and started pulling at that thread the sweater unravels pretty quickly like, there's not a lot you can do to defend their behavior. Like, cool, you're letting Lee Elder be an honorary starter. How? And I stole this from Lace, so I'm going to give her credit. How about you actually allow him to do that when he can physically hit a golf ball still? Like, it's great to have him on the first tee, but blind in one eye, had to sit in a chair because he's not physically able to stand that long. Great scene. Maybe do it five, ten years ago. 
also, and and I I saw this on like Twitter or something, and, and the, the the chairman is like, well, yeah, Elder, he overcame so many barriers and obstacles, and someone's like, yeah, ones that you put in place. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. They act like they have no culpability in anything that prevented or made Lee Elder's experience difficult, and it's like, guys, come on. It's yeah, it's that hot dog meme. We're all trying to find out who did this. Um, yeah. What uh, what else do you have to talk about with Augusta National Golf Club, Nick? What's on your list? What do you want to hit? Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I think it's been a while since we've had a major champion who we weren't like, oh my god, how many majors is he going to win? Yeah. Um, I think good for a decky. I think it's awesome. I don't think he's going to rattle off like six in the next ten years. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he gets another, but I don't think we're going to go crazy with, oh, my God, he's going to win all of them All right. Um, from now on. He was up to number two in the world. I guess I, I like casually knew that, but wasn't really very cognizant of that. Um, I, I, I am excited to see, and they mentioned it on the broadcast, his reception at the Olympics. Yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be great. Here's the thing about Hideki. He's a little far removed. Well, not that far removed from his peak. But if you look at 29, Joe. Well, that's the thing. He's one of these guys that came out so young that he was a phenom for a long period of time. I mean, he has a pile of top five finishes in majors, which is how he ascended to that high in the world. He's won on the PGA Tour six times. He has three Euro Tour wins. So he has a very impressive record. While we may not look at it as how many majors will Hideki win, let me phrase it this way. Do you think Hideki Matsuyama or Patrick Reed will have more majors when their career is over? I'd lean towards Hideki. I think Patrick Reed. Really? I do. I think Patrick Reed will get a U.S. Open. Well, it's tough for you to be objective about Patrick Reed, though. (laughs) I'm being honest. I I, I just think Patrick Reed probably – I mean, he didn't have a great week this week, and he finished – Eighth. I thought it was somewhere near the top. Yeah. T8. Yeah. Yeah. So – um. I, I think I, I just think Patrick Reed will get a U.S. Open somewhere in there. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think well, it'll be two to one in, the, in that count. To be honest, your point your point is valid though. Um, but it's interesting because maybe this should be a guy we view this way because he did knock on the door so often in the middle of last decade. But again, prior to this win, his last top ten finish in a major was the 2017 PGA Championship. So it's not like he's been around the leaderboard lately. He just had, I mean, honestly, Hideki played pretty well over the course of the four days, and for 90 minutes, he played the best golf I've maybe seen anyone ever play at the Masters. And he had a three-putt on a par five, and he still shot six under on the back nine Saturday. That was one of the more impressive displays I've ever seen. That up and down he had on 18 on Saturday, incredible. One of the best chips I've seen. Yeah, that, that, that was awesome. Um, God, I just had a point and I completely lost it. Oh, that PGA Championship you're talking about. He was in the final group in 2017 in that PGA Championship. And I think he shot like 74. So he was over par, you know, yeah. probably not a, a great experience for him. Um, but man, he looked good today. What is a good experience is slipping on the green jacket, which Hideki Matsuyama has now done. Nick, our next major is in a month. PGA Championship, Kiowa Island. Any early favorites? Any Hideki early? Matsuyama. <laughs> Only one golfer has the chance to win a Grand Slam this season, and that's Hideki Matt. They, they love saying that. It is Hideki. 
It's true. It's so true. That's a cool golf course. It's a really cool venue. That'll be a fun tournament. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's all I got, Joe. I mean, I, I watched probably more of this tournament than I have in a long time. And Good really Masters? Did you enjoy yeah. it? Oh, yeah, definitely. And even though I knew pretty much all day except for maybe 30 minutes uh, who was going to win, it was still enjoyable, which we talked about last week saying, God, I hope there's like some uncertainty and some drama. And there really wasn't too much, but it was fun to watch him every shot get one shot closer to winning. And you had some good B and C stories. I mean, Zalatoris, I think, did a lot to make this Masters interesting. Just his presence and Jordan Spieth was knocking on the door. And Xander gave us a sweat for a second. So I think it was a good Masters. It was a really fun Thursday, Friday, Saturday, as always is. And I just hope when the calendar flips to 2022 that the par three is back and there's more patrons and we're returning to normal. And somehow Nick and I are walking the fairways. Maybe we'll have some tickets in our hands. Maybe we will. One more note about the money stuff, Nick. The third place finisher, Jordan Spieth and Xander Schauffele, are going to receive as much as the entire field did when Jack Nicholas won the Masters in 1986. Wow. Each? Yeah. $667,000. That's incredible. Pretty good. Pretty good. I got to work on my short game. Uh, that's it for me. That's all I got, Nick. You got anything else? Nope, that's it. That's the Masters. We're one for one picking winners, baby. Thanks, Ash. We go. appreciate Thank it. You, Ashley. Woo! Good job, Ash. And uh, we'll talk before the PGA. I have some I have some topics percolating, Nick. We may have to get on the mic here pretty soon. All right, I love it. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time at the turn.